Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hi, this is Rabbi Adam Kligfeld recording the Daily Daf differently for Nidarim, page 41, uh, page 41, Mem Aleph. Uh, for those of you who heard yesterday, uh, we're in the middle of a section in Nidarim that is not focused on some of the technical aspects of the Masechet, but rather the issue of Birkucholim. Uh, visiting the sick, and today is no different. So we're going to uh, drill down on that a little bit. Three different sections sections, sections I'm going to teach um, from the two sides of the page. First, we have a teaching from Rabbi Alexandri, uh, who was uh, a rabbi in the land of Israel, and he says in the name of Rabbi Chia and Bar Abba, Ein hachole omed michalyo, a person who is sick does not recover, ad alkol avonotav, until he is forgiven for all of his sins, and he brings a verse from the 103rd chapter of Tehillim, verse 3. Shana'amar, as it says, Hasoleach lechol onechi, the one who forgives all of my sins, harofe lechol tachlu aichi, also who heals me from all my illnesses. So the verse in Tehillim um, associates the same God who is a forgiving God as the God who is a healing God. And Rabbi Alexandri connects those two, that you can't be healed until you are forgiven, because the forgiveness came before the healing in the verse. Um, what do we do with that? What does it mean that you don't get healed until you're forgiven? We generally uh, live in a world and, I think, believe in a world where illness comes not because of our deeds. Illness comes because of exposure to germs or because of being run down or because of things that are way beyond our control. Um, so I'm going to offer you uh, two possible explanations. First of all, the Me'iri, who is a medieval commentator, said the reason is that um, if you are sick, that's going to induce you to a, a humble state, and that humble state you will do tshuva. When you do tshuva and repent and go back to an earlier, more pristine sense of yourself and take personal responsibility, uh, then others will, um, then you'll be forgiven. You'll be forgiven because you did the tshuva. So Meiri says, uh, put this on yourself. Uh, Not that it's your fault. Um, There are a lot of places in the Talmud where it says when there's misfortune that comes to you, take a look at your own deeds. I don't think it's always to suggest that you brought the misfortune upon you, but it does suggest that if you are in misfortune, by taking stock of what you're confronting and seeing if there's anything you can do in your own uh, repair of self that can ameliorate the situation, that's worth it and it sometimes even helps. So uh, he reads this uh, statement to believe that the first thing you should do when you're sick, uh, whether or not you think it's helping on a metaphysical level, is to um, go to your own place of humility and do the repentance that is required um, because others will feel more positively towards you as a result and that contributes to the healing process. Uh, the second way to read this is that this is not a exhortation to the person who is sick but rather to the person who might be um, bearing a grudge towards the person who's sick. 
Right? Think of all that we walk around with in our hearts um, and the times that we don't forgive. And I wonder if this is saying that if you have a friend or a colleague or even a non-friend who's suffering, one of the things that you can do to contribute to that person's healing is to forgive them. Forgive them even if they don't deserve it. Forgive them if they haven't even asked for it. Because you hold at least one of the keys to their healing and they will not experience that full healing until they're forgiven from their sins, not even if they do tshuva, but you have that key. So uh, the first part of the teaching today is to recognize the power we have um, in releasing people from, from the burden of guilt, sometimes even if they haven't earned it yet. Uh, the second thing I want to teach you from the page is a few uh, verses later regarding um, Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef said that one of the things that happens, kol mishkavo, uh, sorry, one of the things that happens when you're sick is that you lose your learning. Your whatever you've learned as a student of Torah becomes overturned. He uses that, um, or he, he bases that on a verse from the 41st chapter of Tehillim that basically um, uh, says this, kol mishkavo hafachta bechoyo. Um, something to do with the fact that when a sick person is sick, he is rolled at back and forth, overturned back and forth. The rabbis uh, who are commenting on this suggest that this may be referencing an ancient healing technique where the ill person was rolled back and forth to get the negative fluids out of him uh, or to um, um, massage him into a healthier place. Uh, you can imagine, you know, there are all sorts of ancient healing rituals that we have moved past from. Um, what Rav Yosef is learning from this is that when he's uh, shifted back and forth, when he's pushed back and forth to try to heal him, he becomes so addled. Maybe he's even concussed, right? Maybe you had to shake someone so uh, heartily to heal them back in a world uh, pre-modern medicine that um, your learning is... Um, drops from you even as the illness is. What this leads to is a very poignant uh, story. Rav Yosef Chalash, Rav Yosef, the author of that halacha that says, or that teaching that says that when you get sick because you're rolled back and forth, you learn your learn, you lose your learning. Iakar uh, le limude. He got sick and all of his learning left him. And then we have this sweet scene. Ahadre Abaye Kame, his student Abaye, came and taught him again all of the things that he had learned from his teacher. His teacher had gotten so sick, again, maybe he was concussed, that he lost his learning, and you have the student coming and teaching the teacher what the student had learned from the teacher. Um, and that's why, apparently, it was a well-known statement, in every place they used to say, Ama Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef was always quoted as saying, Lo li hada shemata. I've never learned this halacha. Apparently, Rav Yosef was a great teacher at some point late in his life, either because of illness or because of getting old. He seemed to be forgetful. He seemed to have forgotten all the great Torah he had taught, and they attributed it to his having been sick, and he was known to go around the community saying, I never learned this halacha, I never learned this halacha. Um, and the Talmud goes on to say, Amarle Abaye, his student Abaye, said to him, At Amrita Nihalan, you are the one who actually taught it to us. Nita Amrita Nihalan, and you actually proved it from this Mishnah. It's a beautiful, sad image of a rabbi at the end of his intellectual abilities losing his, his sharpness and his students, A, teaching it back to him as best as possible and also um, giving him the sense of positive thought that um, 
you know, not only uh, uh, teacher, did you, did you know this? You taught this to us. We would ha not have learned it uh, without you. What a beautiful thing to hear from one of your students, whether you are losing your memory or not, to be reminded all the good things you have taught them. Uh, finally, the, the last teaching I want to teach you from Darium 41 uh, is another one from Rabbi Alexandri, um, also in the name of Rabbi Chia Bar Abba. Gadol Chole, the miracle that is done to a, um, a sick person who has ultimately been healed, Yoter It's even a greater miracle when a sick person is healed than the miracle done to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. For those of you who re recognize those names, those are the three men in the book of Daniel who are thrown into a fiery furnace and they are saved. What a crazy statement to get healed from an illness is a greater miracle than to escape death from a fiery furnace? The explanation is that um, the fire of Hanani Mishael, the Azariah, the Talmud calls an Eish Shel Hediot. It may have been hot, it may have been overwhelming, but ultimately it was just a fire made by a human person. A human person, a Hediot, a commoner, lit that fire. Um, anyone can put out a fire caused by a human being. You can see where this is going, but rather, and this reflects the, the ancient understanding of, of, of healing and, and, um, and illness, the ha'esh shel ha'choleh, the fire that is burning inside the person who is sick, and think of it literally as a fever, shel shamayim hi, it comes from the heavens. Umi yachol l'chabota, and who could possibly put that out? Just go back in time and remember that to the extent that we think we know where illness comes from now, first of all, we're learning every year, every decade, more on the microbiological level, things that we, that we had never known before. Going back a couple thousand years, they really didn't know what caused illness and what caused healing. They attributed it to, uh, to God's plan. And so if you had a fever, you know, no one struck a match to make your head get hot. They believe this came from the heavens. So if a human fire you know, that was uh, lit for the three men in the furnace. It may have been extraordinarily scary, but a, a human being knows how to put a human fire out. But if you have successfully overcome a divine fire that God has put fever in you, that was considered a greater miracle. Last piece is that the Maharal, one of the great rabbis uh, in the late Middle Ages um, of, from Prague, the Maharal of Prague, says, you might read this and say to yourself, you know, come on, people get healed from illness all the time. How often does someone get spared uh, from a, f a fiery furnace? And he says, do not miscount or do not discount the notion that a miraculous event that happens often is not a miraculous event. I love that teaching. Just because people get healed from illness all the time does not mean that each time it happens, it's not extraordinary. That is a reminder to all of us to be alert to the extraordinary nature of daily miracles, whether it is you are waking up healthy a day after you got sick or the many other moments in life that we could easily overlook what's actually going on and yet name it as a moment where God is present and where miracle is present. So again, this page of the Darim uh, reminds us of the power of uh, visiting the sick and the sense of awe uh, and gratitude we should have whenever we've moved from a place where our bodies were not working as they should to feeling healthy and hale once again because that gives us one more opportunity to be in the world and to serve God and to do uh, the mitzvot that we were put on this earth to do. Uh, good luck with the rest of your learning. It's been an honor to be studying and teaching with you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently 
and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.